Bitcoin about to hit a new all-time high before the halving event, here's what the analysts have to say. Good morning, you're listening to the Rise in Crypto podcast by Cointelegraph, with me, Robert Baggs, steering you through the crypto cosmos with daily dispatches from the digital frontier. If you want to be at the front of the pack in crypto, and the pack is growing, you better click that follow button. Grab yourself a coffee, and let's get into it. Today is just too packed with interesting stories for me to do a comprehensive rundown. So here's the TLDR. We're going to cover everything happening in Bitcoin, Solana going on a bull run of its own, and how Sam Bankman-Fried is shilling it to his prison guards. You know where we're going to start, where we have to start. It's Bitcoin. Just 24 hours ago, as I recorded yesterday's episode, we were below $60,000 eyeing that threshold. In fact, the 24-hour low was $57,297. Then we had another day of Bitcoin going parabolic, and in the last day we have topped out at $64,207. So far, might I add, meaning it rallied over 10% to hit a new 2024 high and the highest price we've seen since the all-time high back in November 2021. This has had every crypto and markets analyst as well as every commenter in the space asking where we are realistically going next. In the past few months, many suggested we will hit a new all-time high before the halving event in April. And naturally, many said that was never going to happen. Now, a $69,000 price tag is a stone's throw away and it all seems too possible. There are a few different takes on this, with some analysts anticipating a continued upward trend for some time, and some expecting some resistance, and then some predicting a snapback. For a dose of bullish sentiment, the independent market analyst, Nunya Business, noted that Bitcoin's relative strength index, RSI, is above 70. RSI is more or less a measure of momentum in whichever direction a stock or token is moving, and 70 is decently high. So this suggests that Bitcoin has a good amount of upward momentum. Interestingly, though, the analyst noted that in previous market cycles, whenever Bitcoin's RSI went north of 70, Bitcoin's price continued upward for at least 335 days. Now, it's no secret I'm not an analyst, but what I would say is that the market feels as if it has changed more this cycle than any before it, particularly with the ETFs. So I'm always tentative around inductive reasoning. But the evidence is there, and if this happens again and BTC rises for over 335 days, where on earth will the price end up? If you want to taper your expectations a little, some analysts have a few warnings for you. Axel Kibar, a chartered market technician and an ex-fund manager, warned that Bitcoin's market structure and high funding rates across the market are a sign of heavy leverage use and will eventually lead to liquidation-driven correction. In short, he expects that Bitcoin is going to start pulling back. In response to the forecasts of Bitcoin hitting $200,000, Kibar noted that we are closing in at what he believes to be a resistance point at between $65,000 and $68,000. This call to tread carefully is echoed by Daniel Yan, the co-founder of the Singaporean crypto services firm Matrixport. He believes that a correction is on our doorstep. He wrote, Euphoria. The sentiment of the market has come to a level where I think we should be cautious. I think we should see another healthy, roughly 15% correction by the end of April. Part of his reasoning for this is that March is a tricky one for macroeconomics in the United States. You might remember from an episode some months ago that Arthur Hayes, the co-founder of BitMEX, said something similar and that he won't be buying more Bitcoin until March. As for Yan's prediction of when this correction might hit, he wrote, 
from where 65,000 or 60,000 or now, I really don't know. I don't even know which comes sooner, a new all-time high in BTC or the correction. Again, you don't have to bother too much on this if you're a long-term holder. For those who are tempted to trade the short-term moves, watch March. Now parallel to Bitcoin's excellent price performance, you guessed it, is the spot Bitcoin ETFs. The Bloomberg ETF analyst James Safar posted data yesterday on the 10 ETFs and brace yourself for this one. I'm just going to read his post on X. The new record for Bitcoin ETF trading volume is officially $7.69 billion. The previous record was $4.66 billion on the launch day. You've got to see the graph to really appreciate how enormous this spike was. As is to be expected, BlackRock's iShares Bitcoin Trust, iBit, took up the bulk of the volume with 43.5%, seeing $3.35 billion in trading volume, which doubles its previous daily record. Grayscale had $1.86 billion in trading volume. Fidelity had $1.44 billion in trading volume, also doubling its volume record. And it took only half of the trading day for the nine ETFs to break the previous record. The other ETF analyst at Bloomberg, Eric Balkanas, wrote, The total number of trades was double too, over half a million individual trades between them. So there are some fair warnings, but everything right now is pumping. Right, that's you caught up with Bitcoin. Let's step away from it for a second. Yesterday, Prashant Jha published a piece that had probably the best title and lead image combination I've seen in some time. You'll have to click the link in the description to see the image, but the title was FTX founder SBF asks for a 6.5 year sentence, tells prison guards to invest in Solana. So I'm going to start with that funny part first. Sam Bankman-Fried's escapades in prison have been as amusing as they've been absurd. The former billionaire has been trading mackerel for haircuts, which apparently isn't that uncommon. But I don't know what's more jarring, mackerel as a prison currency or the fact that SBF's hairstyle is in some way intentional. Now, the New York Times has reported that SBF has been offering trading and investment advice to the prison guards, with the primary takeaway being buy Solana. In the more substantial half of this story, a recent memo in the United States District Court for the Southern District of New York requested the prison sentence for SBF to be between five and a quarter and six and a half years. Now that is around 5% of the maximum sentence he could incur, which stands at 110 years for two counts of wire fraud, two counts of wire fraud conspiracy, one count of securities fraud, one count of commodities fraud conspiracy, and one count of money laundering conspiracy. The pre-sentence investigation report has recommended a 100-year sentence for the former FTX CEO. Though SBF's lawyers called that sentence barbaric as he is a first-time offender, has no criminal record and who was joined in conduct by, and I quote, at least four other culpable individuals in a matter where victims are poised to recover, were always poised to recover, 100 cents on the dollar. Federal prosecutors are expected to submit their sentencing recommendations on the 15th of March and Judge Lewis Kaplan is scheduled to announce the sentence on the 28th of March. SBF and his prison guards aren't the only people feeling bullish on Solana of late. In fact, we have seen a reasonable amount of evidence to support even some of the more outlandish predictions for its future. Yashu Gola yesterday covered the research of the independent market analyst Hans Solar, who has an incredibly bullish outlook for the token. 
In essence, Han Solar believes that Solana could replicate Ethereum's price trends from past bull markets, which was fierce. For example, in the 2020-2021 bull market, Ethereum's price went from $85 to $4,935. Han Solar believes this could happen for Solana's sole token as a consequence of Bitcoin's strong performance. He wrote, Previously, ETH took off when BTC actually broke out into all-time highs. It's then when retail buys into Sol as the high beta catch-up play. He added that, Currently, Sol is around 50% from its all-time high, similarly to how ETH was around the 50% mark as BTC was nearing all-time highs in the previous cycle. Now, I think Yashu did a good job of colouring in this stance with the following. That said, Bitcoin's run up to $150,000, a valuation predicted by Fundstrat's head of research, Tom Lee, on ETF approval prospects, could have Solana target $600 as its long-term upside target. That is nearly 450% above the current sold price. Yashu's article then goes into some technical analysis and whether Solana's fundamentals could support these predictions, and it's a bit beyond the scope of this podcast. So dive down to the description and take a read if you're particularly finance savvy. But there are a few threads to the supporting evidence of a Solana bull run that I'd like to plant flags into. Firstly, NFTs on Solana are performing incredibly well, especially considering the diminished hype around NFTs in general at present. In quarter four of 2023, Solana's average daily DEX volume rose by a staggering 961%, with a 359% increase in daily NFT volume. What's more, last Friday, the 23rd of February, Solana NFTs hit $5 billion in all-time sales volume, according to data from CryptoSlam. Now, at the time of recording this, which is 7.14am Eastern, this Solana bull run is still in full swing as the sold token is up nearly 30% on the week, floating around $130. Alongside the NFT volume spike, this price bump has been spurred on by the dog with hat meme coin I've mentioned once or twice before, and you know how much I hate saying that name. Though I have no hate for the token, and nor does anyone holding it. Since its launch on the 14th of December 2023, the WIF coin has gained more than 50,000% and is now 80 cents. So Solana is still a long way off its all-time high from November 2021, which was $259.62, but it is still unambiguously one of the best performers of 2024 and it isn't showing signs of slowing down. In fact, it looks as if it's picking up pace. I tell you what, I am not taking for granted the fact that Bitcoin is performing so well, the market is nice and green, and the future looks bright. Like many of you, I've spent the crypto winter trudging through the trenches with frostbite for many months, so I'm simply enjoying the sun. But that is it for today, so consider yourself informed. Thank you for listening to the Rise and Crypto podcast by Cointelegraph. If you're enjoying these daily updates, please make sure you let us know by following, subscribing, or leaving a review. We've had a decent number of reviews on Spotify, but only two on Apple Podcasts. So if you are listening on Apple, please do me a favor and leave a rating. It really does make a difference. Right, have a great day. Let's do this again tomorrow.